Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Kiwi Birthdays podcast. Thank you for tuning in this week. This is a bite-sized Your Birth Project episode, and in these episodes, I am using all of the tips and tools from the Your Birth Project course which is designed to help you create your best birth. I'm popping them into little bite-sized tidbits for you to listen to on the podcast as you prepare for your best birth. So if you want to know more about the course, head to at your birth project on Instagram or www.yourbirthproject. It is not just hypnobirthing for a drug-free home birth or vaginal birth. It is a calm birth course or a hypnobirthing course or a birth preparation course for all types of births, so it is inclusive of all births, including hospital births, C-sections, home births, free births, any type of birth that you are wanting and creating for yourself, so go and check out the course, I'd love to hear your feedback, and there are heaps of testimonials on the Your Birth Project page, where you can read birth stories, and you can hear from other mums who've done the course, so make sure you go and check that out. Today I am going to be speaking to you about... Some very important tips today when it comes to deciding who to have in your birth team or who to include in your birth space and how to have sometimes awkward conversations with people who thought they might be included. And this topic came uh, off the back of a couple of messages on the Your Birth Project Instagram from mums who are pregnant and have had different family members or different people in their lives uh, basically say that they would be attending their birth. So I will read you a message that I got and then we can work through how I would be responding and the things I'd be considering about who I'm going to include in my birth team. Okay, so the message reads, Hey Jordan, I'm 27 weeks pregnant with our first peppy. I'm both excited and nervous about birth. I've purchased your course and both myself and my partner are loving it. I've already used the breathing and I've already used the breathing techniques so many times in pregnancy. So thank you. I have a situation that is making me so uncomfortable and I don't know how to approach it. My mother-in-law has said she will be at the birth of our baby. She wants to be there to support her son and me to make sure everything goes to plan. She's a very strong-minded wahine, has told me I will definitely need an epidural because I complain about the slightest of pain. Side note, I have endo by the way and she's seen me crying when I've been in pain from this. How do I tell her I don't want her there? My partner feels awkward too. (laughs) Okay, so many red flags for me in this message. 
So I think first thing is your sort of message is not um, uncommon. I've had these conversations in the direct messages or in person actually before. Um, someone trying to sort of, you know, make their voice heard that they want to be there for the birth. And I can totally understand it, right? If we put ourselves in the shoes of the mother-in-law, it's probably her son's um first baby potentially her first grandchild like she wants to be there for that experience can totally get it I think where uh the issue sort of comes from is a how do you feel as the birthing person um having her in your space and b her imposing her views of pain relief or her sort of own experiences of childbirth and how that sort of played out for her onto you. So how would I approach this um, and what would I do next? So the first thing I would be doing is I'd be sitting down either by myself or with my partner and I'd be thinking through how to decide who I want to have in my birth team. So assuming that your partner is going to be there, the steps I'd work through would be the first one, uh, what does your dream birth look like? So what are your goals for birth? Um who's there, how do you want to feel, what's around you, what environment are you in, like what sort of birth are you having, are you in the water, are you in hospital, do you have pain relief, are you at home, what is that sort of absolute ideal birth look like for you and what feelings are you feeling after that, so that's the first question I'd be asking myself, write down the questions, uh, write down the answers to that question, the next one would be how would this person that you're thinking about support you in that dream birth if you were to include them? So if you included the person in your birth, in your birth team, in your birth space, what would they do to support that dream birth? What things could they do in that environment or in your space to support you? So how could they bring something to the table? The third thing to think about is how would they sort of show up in your space? So what are they typically like? Uh, how would they impact the mood? Uh, do they have past experiences of their own potentially giving birth that they would maybe be bringing into your space? This could be really positive or a negative sort of um, way that it shows up in your space. So consider that and write that down. And then the fourth thing I'd be thinking about is will they respect your boundaries and your birth goals? So any goals that you have around your birth, any ways that you want to feel, any things that you want to have happen or try in your birth, how will they respect uh, the sort of boundaries and goals that you have? Will their own perceptions of birth or their own experiences of birth impact how you feel sort of with those boundaries and how do you think they would sort of sit back and be able to just let you do your thing and not impose their sort of views um, or experiences onto you? So I'd be thinking about those four questions first of all. Remember throughout this whole process that this is your birth, so you are the birthing person, so this is your best birth. It doesn't matter if your mother-in-law is going to be totally heartbroken that she's not attending your birth. If it's not the right thing for you to have her there, then it's okay to make that call. You don't need to feel guilty or you don't need to feel bad. It is your best birth. So I just really want to make that super clear. So once you've answered those four questions, I would be then thinking about, okay, if the answer is yes, I want to have them in my birth space and in my birth team, have the conversation. Um, and it might be even that you're asking them to be part of your birth space. They may not have come to you and said, I am going to be there or I'd like to be there. It might be that you're asking this person to be part of your birth team. 
give them some like really clear ideas of how you want your birth to go, what your birth goals are, feel free to share your birth goals with them, I think that's a really important thing to do, so that they're really clear on what your expectations are, what your boundaries are, what you need from them in that sort of whole labour and birth process. If you decide that you don't want them there, it can be a really difficult and awkward conversation to have. Um, that doesn't mean we should shy away from it. I think, you know, this is an opportunity for you to set some boundaries, um, draw a clear sort of line in the sand and have the conversation. And you can absolutely still do that in a really empathetic way that understands what it might feel like for them and why they would want to be there, and how they might feel not being included, but there's lots of ways we can do that. So the first thing I'd be doing is sitting down with them, so let's use the mother-in-law in this situation, I'd be sitting down with your mother-in-law, and I would be saying, hey, whatever her name is, Lindsay, let's say her name's Lindsay, hey Lindsay, uh, I know that you really want to be um, at the birth of our baby, I know it's important to you, I can absolutely understand why you feel that way. This is your first grandbaby. I get it. I just, yeah, I really do understand why it's important to you. I want to have a conversation with you about uh, my birth goals and how I want my birth to go and what my sort of dream birth or my best birth looks like. It's important to me that we have this conversation now. Then I would be talking through your birth prep you know, you might be doing the Your Birth Project course, you might say, hey, I'm doing this course at the moment, it's teaching me all of these different techniques and comfort methods for birth, it's teaching me all about the labour process and different things that might happen in labour and birth, and it's helping me to prepare my birth goals and really think hard about what my best birth looks like. So I've decided that I want to have, let's call the partner Simon, I've decided I just want to have myself, Simon and our midwife in the room and I understand that that might be um, really upsetting for you. I'm sorry if it makes you feel upset. I am really grateful that you wanted to be there to support me and to support Simon. I know that he's going to do an incredible job of being my birth partner and I'd love for you to give him some tips if you've got any but it is important to me that it's just him and I and our midwife in the room. So set that really clear boundary be upfront, don't sort of wait till the end of the conversation to tell her that. I'd be saying, like, yeah, pretty upfront. Here's my birth goals, here's what I want my birth to look like. It's just me and my partner um, in the room. And then I would be rounding out the conversation with, um, you know, being obviously really grateful that they wanted to support you, but there are other ways that you can help and support us outside of actually being there for the birth. We want to let you know as soon as the baby has arrived, we're happy for you to come and visit on XYZ. So give them, you know, um, some sort of time frame around when you might be happy to have visitors or when you plan on coming home. Are you happy to have her there? Um, can she cook meals for you while you're in labor or can she do the groceries? Can she prepare something in the baby room? Can she do your washing? Can she clean your house? Can What can she do to make you bringing baby home after your labor and birth easier and have that conversation with her. Hey, if you do want to help and, and be supportive of Simon and myself and um, do something that would be really useful for us when we're in labor and birth and when we're going to be bringing our baby home, here's a couple of things that would be really helpful um, that we would really appreciate and then give her a list. So help her to still feel really valued and useful and like you want her around so you're not saying I don't want you in my birth space and I don't want anything to do with you um, unless you are saying that but if you're not 
then hey I don't want you in my birth space um it's not in line with my best birth but here's some other things you could do to support us that would be really grateful for and then I'd just be reminding yourself and her that this is your best birth you are the person giving birth you don't need to justify uh the way that you feel or the things that you decide to do uh this is your best birth so you just make the call and yeah, I hope that that helps you have the conversations and make the decision around who you're going to have in your birth space. If you enjoyed this episode, this little bite-sized Your Birth Project episode, I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review, send me an email or a direct message on Kiwi Birth Tales or Your Birth Project. I'd love to chat with you. I will be bringing you more of these little bonus episodes and we do have some awesome birth stories coming up for you soon too. Thanks for tuning in and I look forward to bringing you the next episode. Have an awesome week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.